0: Welcome to NKS Talks. My name is Natalia and my mission is to help individuals to lead happier and healthier lives. NKS Talks brings on fascinating conversations with people from all around the world, all around eating disorders and food freedom, body positivity and intuitive eating, but also topics such as spirituality, mindfulness, neuroscience and self-development. Listen to new episodes each Sunday. Tune in to live your best free and authentic life today. Welcome to another episode, and I'm so excited to welcome Hannah to this podcast and for you to listen to this. Hannah is a holistic gut healer. She helps women struggling with anxiety to get off meds, feel safe in their bodies, and enjoy their lives. She's also a writer for Brains Magazine, and she's just a wealth of knowledge. So I really cannot wait for you to listen to this episode. Gut is something that is now becoming more mainstream. The gut health and brain connection, we all know that it's really um, our second brain. And so I'm really excited to dig uh, deep into this topic, especially because if you've ever had issues with food or maybe you suffer with stress and anxiety, it can be such a detrimental thing in your life when you feel like your gut health is not optimal, when you don't digest well, when you feel constantly bloated. I know the feeling and especially if you had food issues and maybe even an eating disorder, you might suffer a lot. I remember when I recovered and I was recovering, I was constantly feeling bloated. I was constipated. I always had issues with that. So Gut is something I've been super interested in for a long time and I always try to go into it from the holistic perspective because I know how... Stress and all these things impacted a lot, so I'm really grateful that Hannah shares so much with us in this episode. In this episode, we'll be talking about why is the gut so important, we'll be talking about symptoms of unhealthy gut, we'll be talking about the role of stress and anxiety, we also touch on ADHD and gut health. And we also talk about how does the body show us when we're not living aligned life and how she found alignment. She is someone who worked in finance and was really stressed and suffered with gut issues for a long time. And so when she found, finally kind of started finding herself and started digging deep into her own gut health journey, that's how she found herself. She found alignment on and all her gut issues went away. She is very much into and knowledgeable about uh, energy healing as well. She is also a holistic nutritionist, naturopath. She studied hypnotherapy, NLP and more. So she's really a wealth of knowledge and I'm grateful that she shared so much with us and I believe that this episode will be super, super helpful we also talk about the power of morning routine and how to connect back with your body. But when we think about it, all of these are connected. When we are aligned, when we are not stressed, when we are taking care of our nervous system and our bodies, our gut is happy too. And before we get into the episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review this episode. If you liked it, share it with someone who might benefit from it. Take a screenshot and share it with us on Instagram when you're listening. And if you're not already in my Facebook group, then join us. It's a Facebook group that is for community of girls, women, anyone who might be on their journey with eating disorder or suffer with any other food issues who might feel alone and need support. So this is your tribe. I created a community so that you don't feel alone, so that you have your own community, because maybe you feel weird, alone, different from your friends. And so this is the community for you. And I also share daily some tips and inspiration. Sometimes I do videos there. So definitely join us. The link is in the description of this podcast. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. And this is Hannah. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode. And today I have the pleasure to welcome Hannah in my interview. She's a holistic gut health healer and will talk all things about her journey, gut health and more. So Hannah, thank you so much for being here and welcome. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. So let's get straight into it. Um, I wanted to have you on the podcast because gut health is a really big topic, not only now in the medical sphere, but basically all industries, but also for people who suffer with eating disorders. But I feel like there is uh, so much more uh, in it. It really affects our psychology as well. So before we get into that, I would be interested in knowing what was your upbringing like uh, and what basically got you into being interested
1: in, in gut health. Oh, wow. All my upbringing. <laughs> well, I was growing up in Poland, so I had, I think, the most kind of perfect childhood because I lived in a small village. Mm. Uh, I was running all day outside, sitting next to the forest. Everybody knew everyone and, you know, you don't even close the door. So I actually love my upbringing for the sense of safety. And security because I think lots of people that I am working with um, if they grew up in like big cities and their parents have to constantly you know like keep them at home or like watching them playing outside Kind of the, the parents were overprotective. So it kind of infused insecurity and sort, mm. a sort of anxiety in them. And I didn't have that. I didn't have that experience. So I'm so, so grateful for my parents that they were just letting me play all day outside and always push me to do over things without being this overprotective parent because there was actually, there was no sense of danger whatsoever. Um, so I really enjoyed that. Um, and well this was up to age probably up to high school but then of course as we all struggle with some personal issues as teenagers so I wasn't (laughs) exempt from that um, I very early on started smoking and drinking and being like a rebel basically Mm -hmm. because I was a very neurotic person and I didn't know I was a highly sensitive person so all of those emotions that I was repressing and the things that I just didn't know at the time how to process inside of myself. I was just a sensitive being, right, running outside in the forest, but I still have like a whole internal world that was um, kind of not expressed. Um, And then I started studying international relations because I thought I would be a diplomat or at least work for some NGOs Mm -hmm. and saving the world. I felt uh, the but, same actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I this was something I was so passionate about about history and and politics. And then uh but like sadly the only job I got was in finance. <laughs> and Ironically, I was good at it, but on the other hand, I started feeling like my body was not happy with this choice. Um, and then I moved to Switzerland, so it was already 11 years ago, um, and when I got my job and I was applying to all sorts of NGOs, UN, WHO, and I was rejected from all of them, hmm. I was crushed, and the only job I found was, well, again, in finance, so... I was working with numbers and it was stressing me out because I never studied finance I had like a huge knowledge gap and I felt very inadequate and everybody was speaking French and I was like oh god it was stressing me out even though I was good at my job but you know it started installing this kind of really high functioning anxiety in me because I tried to prove that I am good Mm -hmm. enough for this job so I was very stressed um you know always trying like this kind of control freak in me to do everything perfectly and and like stay extra hours and etc. Um So, this um, after a certain time started like um, showing in my body from my digestive issues. I started being more and more bloated. I started having like really unpleasant symptoms. That then I started looking for the answers. So, Mm. (laughs) funny when you go to a gastroenterologist and he basically says, Well, there is nothing there. You just need to take antidepressants. And you are like, What? (laughs) There must be, that must not be right. so, of course, I didn't want to take um, on medication and I went on my kind of own hand for the alternative mm-hmm. medicine. So, I tried all sorts of things. I mean, of course, I got tested for all the food intolerances and different, I did different kind of gut health just to know what is going on. But then I worked with nutritionists. Um, I did different kind of uh, labs as well to really match like, you know, with the diet and with the supplements. So... At the time, I kind of managed to at least get rid of my symptoms. Mm -hmm. So with the food and supplements, that's all I get. I I was managing my symptoms very well. Uh, But ironically, when this job kind of ended, because they moved to another country and I got a package and I left to Brazil for a month. I realized that all my symptoms were gone. Like <laughs> I didn't have to take any special diet. I didn't have to take any supplements, and I was fine. And it got. I was there over a month, and I realized it's because I was enjoying my life, and this was <laughs> that simple. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's not something that you are in the office doing the job you don't like, but you know, yeah. basically, yeah. I, I wasn't digesting my life. That's yeah. it. Yeah.
0: And it's so funny how so many people think that they need to have tons of rituals and tons of supplements and do all these crazy things. And then when we go back to the simplicity of life um, and really just are. All of a sudden we can eat maybe even what we thought we would never be able to eat because it would make us feel bad, right? So it's funny how, um, funny and sad kind of how, um, yeah, this goes back to really the simplicity. So you being a kid free outside, you know, and then going into this job and your body already showing you that probably this is not the right job for you. And you mentioned it. So what were the signs your body was showing you? You mentioned like digestion, but what specifically could you, you know, share with us that was happening so that people maybe can start looking into, "Mm, I have this symptom as well. Maybe I should look into my life.
1: (laughs) Yes. It's all the body. The body would always express its truth, right? Mm. So if there is something that isn't right, we get this sensations, maybe muscle contractions, maybe some chronic pains, or it can mm-hmm. go through digestive system, it depends of our body types, and mm-hmm. um, and maybe that's the set of um, other kind of um, things, but uh, my body, for example, well, I started having insomnia, because I was so stressed out, mm. I started being like bloated with lots of uh, fluctuants, lots of gas. I start to have like fruit intolerance I couldn't Mm. digest any fruit it was impossible for me um I had stomach cramps I was constipated for a long time as well so like the body clearly especially in the gut which is our nervous system Mm. and that's why it's over how very often overlooked in uh and we just follow a diet or t- take certain supplement but it's actually our emotional center it's our nervous system mm. and we really need to look at it holistically not only what we eat because the one way we're not going to digest uh, rotten salad the same way we're not going to digest a criticism or something that is not right for our body from the yeah. outside it's the place we assimilate and digest reality basically So my body was like refusing the reality I was in.
0: Wow, I love this. I love this. I'm gonna, wow, okay. Assimilates reality. It's so fascinating because it's so true. It's so true. It's all about the context, right? Because even raw salad can be bad. Pizza can be good. It depends on the context. Sometimes you might, you know, digest pizza better if you're on vacation and just stress-free rather than in an office, you know, behind a computer trying to eat your raw salad and not digesting it so that's uh, that's so that's so true so how did you manage to do this switch you worked in finance and now you're helping people um basically heal themselves and um you're sharing what you what you've been through so your body basically was showing you that okay this is your wrong reality you need to be more aligned so how did you find basically your alignment?
1: Mm. Um, so when I get back from Brazil and I actually started psychotherapy because I thought mm-hmm. there must be some like mental things I should seek like, some issues my, I might sort out um, and then I found well another finance job mm-hmm. um, and I realized being in this job that why I was following this restrictive diet and I was taking the supplements I would be fine but the second I am off you know, not following them, my symptoms would be keep coming back. And I was thinking there must be something more. It's not just the diet, right, or just medicines and even the psychotherapy. I mean, it was great to get aware of lots of my childhood issues, but I didn't see any, like, uh, transformation from it. Mm -hmm. So it was a kind of very mental exercise. And I was, like, thinking there must be something else. So I turned into energy healing. -hmm. And start like exploring this kind of field, try different therapies, and I noticed how much better I feel. And how actually they taking off these layers of me, these emotions, this, the trapped energy that, that was of me. And I finally started saying like I'm healing. Mm. Like there was, I, I actually could see and feel the difference for the very first time. And it uh, actually prompted me to study naturopathy. Uh, cause at the beginning I was like very interested in nutrition cause I became so passionate about all sorts of food, how it influenced our brain and all these chemicals. And I really, I was very fascinated by nutrition, but I didn't want to just study nutrition. I wanted to have like kind of all sorts of tools, like, you know, Mm -hmm. in my toolkit, not just food. So I decided to study naturopathy in Switzerland. Um, So I spent three years and I was very happy of the choice of my school because our teacher, he was very director of the school was really uh, putting lots of um, encouragement on our intuition. Mm. Like he really wanted to encourage us to develop this kind of our own intuition, how to heal someone, because you can have so many tools, right? Homeopathy, aromatherapy, massage, like there's just so many different things, nutrition. But when we develop our intuition, we would just know what is the best for the person that is in front of us. So I really, really enjoyed it because it developed my sensitivity um across my intuition but i knew there is still something more and i really wanted to get to people's minds so Mm. after i completed naturopathy i studied hypnotherapy uh nlp timeline therapies and then I was like, ah, oh. and then something actually opened inside of me, and I mm. discovered that I had my own healing channel that mm. was dormant for all this uh, all this time. Um, so I started working with energy healing um, therapists who kind of became my mentor, and she started to teach me how to actually use it to heal and support other people and it's still i was still on this discovery and i was like oh i love it so i need to know really like i had realized that all sorts of our issues it's some sort of trauma mm. and, and we all have some sort of unprocessed this mm-hmm. this uh, can be emotion emotional shocks maybe some events happen in our childhood but not necessarily only in childhood it could be in our past lives or it can be passed through us you know like through mm. um our um, from another uh, from our ancestors so there can be so many different things that can influence how we mm. are how we respond the coping mechanism we are using and i started working with um somatics which is like a body experience because yeah. this is really everything is stored in the body um so that's why i'm calling myself holistic healer mm-hmm. because i'm using everything through nutrition through subconscious mind for body healing energy healing so it's like all the levels that are necessary to release to actually heal
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah amazing and uh, so as you mentioned the gut is the emotional and nervous system and uh, mm-hmm. it it, it only makes sense that you want so holistic, right? Because it's not just about the food. It's also about the emotions, about the nervous system. And we know that the mind also creates emotions, right? So that, that makes sense. So, um, what would you, before we get into how to maybe start, uh, start improving gut health and what would be the steps, why would you say that gut is so important if, People don't already get it. It's super important based on this conversation, but why is it so important? What really it affects in our lives? And um, yeah, just. Um...
1: Well, I can say it, it, it affects everything. Mm. It's already, the, the, um, the they always saying, but everything starts in the gut. And it's true because, um, as I said, it's not only what we eat inside because diet, of course, is very important. It's uh, the living foods. If we're just eating burgers every day, with trans fats, you know, meat packed with antibiotics, hormones, and gluten with zero fiber, then of course, our gut microbiome is not going to develop correctly, and you're going to have lots of pathogens. So we always need to remember that gut is not only digestive system, but we also have hormonal and immune system inside Mm -hmm. of of the digestive tube. And we have Two kilos at least of microbes mm-hmm. and this is like i love to i basically call them another organ it's like a whole microcos of these little mm-hmm. bugs who are there to support us and keep us healthy and they are creating our um, neurotransmitters which is kind of communication this feel-good chemicals mm-hmm. that go to the brain and they communicate with our brain through the vagus nerve um, so as i said it's already like this is a nervous system is entering the nervous system is in the gut so for example if we eat something that doesn't uh, that is really not good our body sometimes we just go straight away and throw it up right so it's our digestive system is the gut feeling, like hey this is not right and the same way we sometimes have a gut feeling or we hmm. feel butterflies or when we are stressed we have like a knot in the stomach right because that's the nervous system that Mm-hmm. give us sensations that something isn't right. Sometimes we just feel in our body. Let's say we meet some a person and we just know that they are not right for us and there is something off with them. And we kind of feel it. And when you ask, like, where do they feel it? They would point to their belly. It's like they have this feeling that this is not right. And our belly takes the extra sensory information from the environment faster than our brain can process them. So that's why whatever feels our body is more kind of true and correct in a moment before the kind of logic gonna hit in and this process gonna, um, gonna go. So that is so important from not only that it has those mm. three systems, which of course hormonal system and immune system because very often now we have so many autoimmune diseases like the body is attacking itself right or the hormonal imbalances that so many women with endometriosis pcos mm. or all all different sort of hormonal imbalances but it's also come down to the gut but gut of course is not like the only thing in the body because all the system is connected it has to have a healthy liver mm spleen or pancreas right The stomach to function so it's not just like one organ we take it out and mm. it's all it's all empty it has it needs all of the other um organs to to work together we are not yeah. like cardiologists from just from the heart and then yeah as gastro just from the gut yeah. we are yeah. all body <laughs> right yeah, yeah. All, all living cells so the gut needs the support from the other organs from the whole body but gut is let's say one of the most important because it's our like kind of second brain, right? Mm. So we have three brains, normal brain, our heart, and our gut. And those three are crucial for our survival.
0: Amazing. Um, I heard about the two brains, but it's uh, it's interesting that you mentioned the heart as well. And basically, yeah, without the heart, those two can't function, right? <laughs> if our heart stops pumping, then uh, those two are screwed as well. So you mentioned that gut basically impacts everything and you mentioned hormonal and immune system. And many people think that they can fix you know, their hormones with just focusing on hormones, but it all comes back to, to the gut. So what would you advise if someone has those symptoms of the things we talked about, uh, you know, digestive issues, bloating, but also hormonal and immune system issues? Where to actually start? How to
1: heal the gut?
0: Because it's so complex.
1: Um, To every beginner, I would just start with two simple things. First is anti-inflammatory diet. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I am not for the, like, I hate labeling, like, eat keto, paleo, or Mm. like just vegan. No, we just need to eat whatever feels good in our body. Mm-hmm. And of course, depending on the symptoms, we need to vary, that, let's say eat more cooked vegetables. If you are really have bad, bad gut issues, and you can't digest anything, you need to eat like cooked food to make this digestion as easy as possible, or avoid fruits, because maybe like I had fruit, fructose intolerance for some time now, I it's all cured. But um, so Anti-inflammatory diet is very important for several reasons. First, because we all have some sort of inflammation in our body. Mm. It's really difficult not to have it in our modern environment when there is so much pollution and electromagnetic fields like you know, computers, laptops. Um, and uh, the food quality, of course, is not the same as hundreds of years ago. So we all have some sorts of inflammation. And anti-inflammatory diet can really keep it low right and also inflammation causes us all sorts of different issues not only depression anxiety but it can be also alzheimer like uh, mm. you know par- parkinson uh, causing autoimmune disease. it's just the whole list even our skin issues it's like whatever it can always come down to inflammation something is causing this inflammation it can be bacteria virus right mm-hmm. but it's going to be in our gut so We need to eat like um, anti-inflammatory diet to keep the inflammation down, to keep our body. The lower the inflammation, the highest body has actually space to regenerate And work optimally, so it kind of be in a state of homeostasis. If your body always has to be stressed and fight for some kind of, um, let's say, pathogens that are in the body, right? If there is like some chronicity of the of the Mm -hmm. maladies in the body, it's like the body have to always constantly fight for something. But if we keep the inflammation down, we have space to auto heal, auto regenerate, and of course, anti-inflammatory diets should be rich with all sorts of fiber and which is plants. Plants are the only actually foods that contain fiber and fiber is the food for our good Mm -hmm. um, gut bacteria. And the more we have good uh, good gut bacteria, the better we can produce this feed good chemicals in our bodies. We can have healthy immune system and healthy hormones. So I would say Mm -hmm. anti-inflammatory plant, I'm not saying you have to eat only plants, of course, but Mm. just to have increased intake of plants in the diet. And the second thing would be to look at our nervous system because we are often activated the whole day. right? We we drink Mm. several coffees and we try to be super productive Um, and we run on this flight and fight mode all day long. Um, and which is of course not helpful in our gut because if we are in a flight and fight mode, then our digestion is not kind of essential for survival and it's kind of secondary. That's why we often feel like we can't eat a lot of things during the day because we are on the go. Yeah. Yeah. And, or if we eat, we feel like, oh, everything sits on our stomach. Nothing mm. is digesting. Of course not, because we are not in a rest and digest mode. We are constantly in a fight or flight. So two things, it will be anti-inflammatory diet, mm-hmm. rich in plants. And secondly, find the ways to the stress. If it's meditation, it's the yoga, is the walk in the park, mm. you know, like they can be very simple things, but have some strategies, have some rituals yeah. to put the body to distress the body Mm. daily Mm -hmm.
0: yeah Mm -hmm. love it and so just for people if they wouldn't know anti-inflammatory diet it doesn't mean that the food has the label this is anti-inflammatory right but anti-inflammatory those are foods that are more on the whole food scale let's say right and um, unprocessed basically natural 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 foods yes Um, And for the nervous system you mentioned, yeah, it doesn't have to be that we all need to meditate 30 minutes a day, but it can be simple things, even just like being mindful when you're eating, uh, noticing actually what you're eating, noticing the taste, being with it, and just calming yourself down before you go to eat. Because just like athletes, why can't those who are running marathons eat? Because their body is in stress, right? So whenever we are you know, people can be surprised that they might be even hungrier when doing so-called nothing and just resting. Well, it's because our body is actually ready for, you know, digestion. So that's actually a good thing. So what would be, uh, what helped you do most with, uh, with the nervous system? You mentioned yoga, meditation. Is there something else that you find really helpful
1: and advise clients as well? deep breathing it's my favorite tool um as i love yoga and i do it daily as i love meditating but nothing can calm me down as a could see a, like a, you know, sense of, br- of br- deep belly breathing because breath is so underestimated. What happens that often when we are in this flight and fight mode, we have very shallow breath. So we just mm-hmm. breathing like, and our body is lacking oxygen, which causes even more stress. And actually oxygen is the biggest antioxidant, the most powerful mm-hmm. we have, right? So we can in fact like this free radical scavenger. Um, so if we can find even either have two minutes every hour just mm-hmm. to consciously just make like they just have breathing deeply into the belly, inhale, exhale, counting in the mind or put some up like right, you can put on mm-hmm. YouTube even like five minutes or do maybe a whole session in the morning, like 15 minutes briefing. It's free, really calm down the body, the mind. And kind of, I like to call, but it's like, I like to do it in the morning because I feel like I'm really like, kind of emotions because it unblocks all this part of the body that are constricted or tense or if that we have some maybe uh, emotion stuck in our body so Mm -hmm. the breath can gently move it through and activate your organs like like, give a little massage even to our digestive system right For the diagraph movement Mm -hmm. so there are just so tons of benefits of of um of uh, breathing and especially deep belly breathing would be like a thing to go Whenever yeah. there is sort of anxiety, some stress, mm-hmm. we can simply deactivate flight and fight mode. Even before the, when we go eat, right? Mm-hmm. It's very, I always recommend my clients that with every meal, they take th- at least three deep belly breaths before they start eating mm-hmm. just to yeah. reset their nervous system.
0: Yeah. yeah, I do the same. And uh, what you mentioned about breath work, I find it so powerful. And recently I started doing more and more sessions that are long, not just like in the morning, few few breaths. And it's so true. Sometimes my body is shaking. It's really releasing something. Uh, it can be tension mm-hmm. in, in my body, but it also brings up maybe some emotions or Um, memories or sometimes ideas, right? But it's so powerful. The body is so powerful. So breath work definitely is, uh, is great. Amazing. So when you mentioned that therefore anti-inflammatory plant focused diet and nervous system, Um, I wanted to also specifically ask about um, basically for my friend, she has ADHD but I don't like labels and I don't like when people label themselves with any disease because I believe that the body is so powerful that we can heal it. Um, what would be advice for someone with, uh, with ADHD? I know you, um, uh, you know, experienced it as well. Uh, what would be your advice and what, needs to change. She's a flight attendant too. So, you know, she has, uh, and maybe for other night, um, shift workers, uh, nurses, doctors, this can be, this can be, um, difficult because you're basically going against your circadian rhythm, right? But how can we, um, manage or improve this, let's say, label diagnosis, uh, with focusing on gut health and what actually helped you?
1: Well, for me, the biggest change was actually working on my nervous system through mm-hmm. energy healing, from removing all sorts of traumas. Because uh, there are more and more recent pointing to that ADHD is some sort of coping mechanism for trauma. Mm. All right. So this is kind of strategy our brain sometimes to have not enough, like this deficiency of attention or this hyperactivity uh, but I don't uh, like uh, say that's that's the only way of course mm-hmm. not um, and as far as of course the diet is very important so that they have all their mm-hmm. this kind of then n- from the nervous system point of view that they have all the enough neurotransmitters to produce them because my ADHD what I noticed was the like the peak time it was when I was a student so when I look how my diet was back then you know you were partying a lot you were like eating uh, basically lots of simple carbs um, and then I had my attention was like close to zero and I was very, I was really struggling. Um, so the more I was healing my gut, the more I was really focused on this eating whole, as you say, whole real foods, lots of plants to have, the, to nourish my gut bugs and have all the kind of strategies for my nervous system. I definitely feel like my ADHD is very mm-hmm. low right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was the, the biggest change. So I can't really say what can somebody sure. doing with, with different circadian rhythm, but I can always say that uh, they can manage it for sure with with specific, I mean, not specific, but like with the diet and maybe certain natural supplements that supporting this. Because um, ADHD is basically that our brain is organized differently. mm mm-hmm it's not like i wouldn't call it malady or anything it's like or depression anxiety it's just that we have certain mm-hmm. um kind of our brain when we were kids develop and organize in different mm-hmm. ways uh by like um depending on the circumstances we were growing up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right so i wouldn't say i would never say that there's something wrong with these people it's just something happened to them that they developed this um yeah the certain, mm-hmm. mm, I don't want to call it the issue, but let's say just different organization of yeah. the brain mm-hmm. um, or a coping mechanism even. This would be more um, accurate. Um, so I would always just focus on the energy healing goes a long way because it can the, really like that's why I'm, i implemented this with my clients mm-hmm. and i see miracles like really removing general mm-hmm. anxiety disorders and this kind of things because this is this, everything sits in our body the body mm-hmm. remembers as they say the body keeps the score so mm-hmm. if we work with the body energetically mm-hmm. somatically and with nut- nut- special nutrients to combat any maybe um, nutritional deficiencies, it can really significantly mm. improve all sorts of symptoms.
0: Amazing. And what type of energy healing uh, are you talking about? What can we um, picture when, when talking about energy healing? Because we mentioned uh, emotions can be released through breath work. What else? Um, what other tools do you
1: use Mm. um so well energy healing can be in in a form also through homopathy through essential oils flower essence all experienced by different let's say energy healers also Mm -hmm. right like so for example i have my own channel so i am um kind of healing that with my energy mm-hmm. in a way so it's not uh, That are some people who do reiki or uh, um, or even eft it's great right like mm-hmm. i'm using eft for myself emotional freedom technique which is for me it's kind of energy healing as well uh, so there are different sorts of energy healing out there even mm-hmm. acupuncture is energy healing in a way so we just need to find one that really resonates with us because they all work Mm -hmm. they're all fantastic they all kind of have the same goal it's just a different way to reaching the goal and i would say i tried all of them to find what what worked for me and i know that if one resonates for example some people oh homopathy doesn't work but they love acupuncture Mm -hmm. other people they are afraid of needles they would never do that right and for them homopathy works they're more sensitive they maybe they are more open um, their conscience is more open, so they are more receptive to receive homopathy. So I would just find what resonates with the person, um, mm. even like what clicks with them when they read like, oh, there are all these this different things. Maybe even foot reflexology would be fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. And then when it clicks, it means your body says like, yes, that's something that would really help me
0: perfect so basically going with their gut feeling <laughs> exactly. exactly
1: and we're yeah. back we're back
0: yeah, yeah yeah perfect um amazing so yeah there are many tools and again it goes back to the emotions it goes back to the nervous system and of course of course the food um Is there any recommendation because when we are incorporating and healing the gut and incorporating more, let's say, plant foods, there can be still some, let's say, discomfort in bloating and all these things. Do you have any recommendations on how to manage this? Uh, Any tools or even herbs, supplements that you swear on um, to, let's say, ease this journey when the
1: gut is healing well definitely there are different herbs or supplements that I use in different stages of gut healing i mm. I, I have few that yeah i i very like um I I actually tested everything on myself. So mm-hmm. since <laughs> I am Very my genetic. ideal <laughs> yes, I'm my ideal client. I did naturopathy, I tried everything to see what works <laughs> for the gut for like sensitive people with anxieties, depression. So um, there are definitely few things that can help. Um, well, when it comes to bloating, it's very often, um, unfortunately, it's in our head. <laughs> mm. So definitely, deep breathing, walking, moving the body. Because if we're sitting all day in the office and mm-hmm. nothing is moving there, and right, yeah. we need to, um, or even at home, working from home, we really need to give our body movement. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course there are lots of herbs that are fantastic like I love for example drinking mint tea like mm. mint tea with some thyme maybe with some lavender you know to calm your nerves like even lemon balm tea is perfect mm-hmm. at the end of the day to unwind to really it's like a, like a, it's like a balm of your nervous system mm. right so your gut is not reacting of course it depends if it's reacting because you just ate like a whole bowl of chickpeas and mm-hmm. <laughs> you know black beans which are basically complex carbohydrates, or it's just because you are nervous because something's Mm. happening and you feel like, oh, you feel bloated. It's maybe you are bloated because your gut's trying to say like, oh, maybe something is unsafe, maybe I'm too worried. And Mm -hmm. you feel like I haven't eaten anything and yet I am bloated, right? So it really depends if the bloating is the kind of psychosomatic or is it actually because we ate or just had like, you know, sparkling Mm. water, right? It can Mm -hmm. be only this, but having, like, I think, like sipping those uh, herbal teas throughout the day really helping out managing um, the bloating for sure. So, lemon bone, thyme, um, and even chamomile is great. Mm-hmm. So I am a huge fan of mint tea, even like having sometimes um, or you have basilic, oh my god, essential over basilic. It's one of the best mm-hmm. anti-bloating remedies. And you can I you can use it even just with the carrier oil, just make a, like a little massage on the mm-hmm. belly. So it kinds of like anti right? So it's gonna really calm the intestine, especially if people suffering with IBS. It's gonna calm the spasmic mm. colon. And at the same time, it helps to like remove the excess gas from the intestines. So we can take like a drop with the honey orally or um, or just make a little nice massage energy. if you are really, yeah, with the IVS nice. flare up, for example. Um, but the other things, well, there are so many. I'm huge fan, for example, of Candida Cleans. There is mm-hmm. the supplement from Now Foods that I think they have amazing ingredients and are very powerful tool. Uh, really uh, rebalance our gut flora to neutralize all this, you know, candida, this bad, bad, bad guys that are sitting in our gut. So, um, and actually that kidnapping our iron and they always call to eat more sweets. <laughs> so this mm-hmm. is actually very good, um, good remedy as well. yeah Perfect.
0: Perfect. And I also found that sometimes, Uh, and from my experience, and maybe you can confirm whether or not it's true that I used to get bloated when actually I wasn't eating enough because the food wasn't moving uh, properly. It was sitting there and it needed to be, yeah, let's be be a little TMI, but basically pushed by more food. So, and I find Mm -hmm. that many women don't eat enough and they are not only stressed (laughs) and so bloated, but really when when they start eating more, all of a sudden their blood goes down as well. Do you have this experience as well? Is it something
1: um that you can let's say confirm? <laughs> um, I never had an issue with not eating enough. So it's <laughs> not from personal experience, because I'm eating. Um, always want to eat I, I am a person who eats a little but very very often so mm. my food <laughs> doesn't sit but it makes like a sense if the if we don't eat enough and um, then the food has a kind of it slows all the metabolism mm. naturally and then the food spends too much time sitting in the bowels of the bacteria right coming and mm. eating off whatever is left instead of being uh, you know extracted and taken out so it makes sense that then you are just uh, this bacteria just proliferating in the intestine because there's nothing to push it away Mm. and very often if we are under eating it's let's say people who under eat, they usually don't eat a plant-based diet they would have like sandwich here sandwich there and they don't have Mm. enough fiber so they are very constipated that's that's mm. for sure if people are constipated, then they, they're very often bloated from the same reason because they just can't move the food out of the body mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. yeah so yeah again going back to to what you what you said before perfect so you shared so much with us that's uh, that's amazing and uh things that we can all definitely implement uh, before we get into the final part of this podcast, which is the quick fire. Are there any daily rituals that, uh, that you would recommend, uh, to everyone to start doing, uh, today, uh, with the, f- so that they can improve their gut health. Um, and it can be anything from supplements, you know, anything what we talked about and rituals, something that really would, uh, would start this journey of gut healing.
1: Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't like to recommend any supplements because this mm. is like very generalized and rituals. Um, <laughs> yeah and also we all need to always remember that supplement is not the um, mm. like the only medication there is like there's not like magic pill that we're going to take and all yeah. our symptoms going to disappear right so I like symptom. like I would say that supplements are kind of the last thing I would like mm-hmm. to recommend but for what really you need to take is to be conscious, like when you wake up, like being mindful. You mm-hmm. can maybe chant a mantra, maybe do it, ten minutes of stretching. Just do something mm-hmm. to calm your mind in the morning instead of rushing straight for coffee, busy day, and have this chaotic mind. So mm. whatever. Whatever it can be, just have this morning routine is really crucial to set us up for the day and actually get tuned with our body. How do we feel today? What do we need today? Maybe we are more tired than usual, so we can get aware that we should take it easy today and not you know push ourselves mm-hmm. maybe at the gym and just like do this check-in. So definitely maybe some breathing exercises, maybe some stretching, maybe meditation, if that's if people actually like is in their practice. Mm-hmm. But also uh to Remember to move a little bit during the day, not just sitting all day in the desk, maybe after lunch. This is amazing if we can go for a walk in nature, if it's a park or like little forest we have next to us to give our body not only to move to our rest and digest so we can Definitely digest the food, but also enjoy maybe the sunlight, the vitamin D, Mm. you know, have contact with nature, which is really acting like calming and soothing for our nervous system. So give ourselves this 20-30 minutes of just walking and enjoying what is around us, mindfully paying attention how we feel. Um, and maybe also have like a nighttime routine, not necessarily uh, you know, have a glass of wine and to mm-hmm. <laughs> to unwind and then just go go to bed. But maybe, yeah, we can do something for ourselves. Maybe we can. Maybe we can, um, I don't know, read a book, our favorite book or do something maybe other mm-hmm. sort of meditation, maybe some yin yoga just to just to check out with our body or even sometimes just to get a hot bath without any, like, you know, distractions with no phone, no social media, just put some nice relaxing music, right? Or just cooking, even ourselves a really nice meal, like a homemade meal, right? Mm. Like this kind of act of self-love. and. And the other rituals is how we eat. So you already mentioned to eat mindfully, to chew the food, to not be distracted, right, by, by phone, by maybe a TV, Netflix, but really being mindful of how we eat because this is our, this is how we nourish ourselves. This shows the relationship we have with life. It's actually, it shows for our relationship with the food, yeah. right? Yeah. So so being mindful how we eat what kind of food we are because food is energy what do we put inside is it like some processed sandwich (laughs) with Mm. pieces of chicken or maybe we can actually spend some time and create something at home that um gonna be like beneficial for our gut flora for example
0: yeah right yeah amazing so you mentioned the power of basically routines, um, which is, uh, which is so true because it sets you up, sets you up for the day. And you mentioned even the nighttime routine, which again, going so many people, you know, watch TV while in bed or spend time on computers and we don't get to spend time with ourselves and you mentioned how important it is to take care of the nervous system and yeah being mindful around food but in your life is so so key because how you do one thing you do everything so that's already what you what you mentioned beautiful before we get it in, into the quick fire is there anything that you would like to share that we haven't mentioned or touched point on or you really want uh, people to know mm-hmm.
1: Yes, I believe that actually this is a very important point, I would say, Mm -hmm. is that we're living very disconnected from our bodies. Mm. We kind of live on autopilot, just wake up, have a coffee, go to work, maybe see some friends. And we never really take time actually how we feel, how we sense, how we... Mm what actually our God or any other symptoms that we are currently have, like what their messengers, what they are actually trying to tell us. So I like really strongly encourage everyone to check with themselves every day, how they feel what it could mean if this feels this way right just kind of kind of slowly like re-establish this connection with themselves so maybe there's some needs that they were never fulfilled maybe Mm -hmm. there's some desires that they never went for right and this, this is kind of this connection because we're gonna spend in our body all our lives, yeah, through the very end, and <laughs> they're not going to leave us, yeah. right? Yeah. So this, we should kind of establish this loving connection, this caring connection mm. with ourselves and really listen to our maybe inner child, all these parts that were some kind of suppressed and disassociated just to know what is really what they really need, what they really want, and, mm. and just give it to self because now we have we are adults, we have now the power to fulfill our needs. If we didn't have, for example, enough physical touch as a child because our parents were absent maybe all you need to do is to give yourself hug every day yeah. you know yeah. so just and for nervous system this is like such an amazing thing every day just to, mm-hmm. you know have this loving sensation we just love ourselves it's your, your, our own love
0: mm-hmm. and
1: um, and keep kind of like, nourishing this connection and the more we are connected with ourselves the better mm-hmm. our life will be and then our body but tell us exactly, intuitively, what we need to eat, what we, what is not great for us. If this job is great for us or never, no, is this relationship? Because when we have the contact, that we are in touch with our feelings, our sensations, we know what is right for us, and we can avoid a lot of health issues. Yes, <laughs>
0: definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, I'm just nodding, nodding, nodding because it's so, so true. What helps you the most to connect with your body? When do you feel? your body do most basically when do you
1: feel yourself the most so i have two things like i conscious because i was very 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 disconnected mm-hmm. <laughs> so my body was screaming but i didn't yes. know what it screams and every energy healer will be like mm. you need to connect with your body and i'm like yeah great how how yeah. do i do that um but it takes practice. So maybe journaling. I started mm-hmm. journaling because I was like, okay, if I, if I don't feel what is in my body, I can still use the subconscious mind, which is like my pen, mm-hmm. right? So you can journal how you feel, and the more we write, the more these things gonna start coming up to our minds. But also consciously, every day, I because I do meditations every day, and I would just put the maybe hand on my heart. On when I breathe, I do this mm-hmm. body scan. Where is the tension? Um, If there's any tension, what it could be, if it's just a little briefing, because maybe it's, you know, through Mm. the night, it got tense, or maybe there's actually something deeper. So I just try to have this internal dialogue that, like, slowly, the more we actually try to connect, the more it's going to work. It's like a muscle that we need to train, basically. It's not going to come one day, but maybe in two weeks. It's going to start already showing up. The body is going to start responding and telling. And this is, we have higher intelligence in our bodies. This Mm. is this really uh, our life force. And that the life wants to express itself. So the Mm. more we're going to get connected and listen to it, that's definitely going to improve our lives in many ways.
0: Definitely. But unfortunately, so many people live on autopilot and want quick fixes. And it's like, I want to connect with my body today, right? But as you said, it's a muscle. And after so many years of disconnection like we need to be more kind and compassionate with ourselves as well it's a daily practice and um but if you if you start doing it it will pay off because you mentioned your body was screaming when you were in finance how is your body now
1: (laughs) oh it's definitely not screaming at all (laughs) ironically you can imagine before I would have a panic attack because I was just on a temporary contract with my company. Mm-hmm. Now I am my own boss. I never know, you know, like you don't have this regular income paycheck mm-hmm. every month. And I sleep the best I have <laughs> Now I have so much like my nervous system is completely mm. healed. I I have this faith and trust that everything's mm. gonna come up. I live off my passion, like I'm putting the work and and it's 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 very different I can eat all the fruits all sorts of food and I really have no more yeah. issues and I'm but it's like we have to cultivate it it's not something but once we heal I yeah. don't have to do anything ever yeah. again right it's this daily exactly. this daily little habits that compound yeah. over time yeah. it's not so. it's
0: not like a diet that you you know do for 12 weeks and then yeah all good I can go back to my old habits well if you want to you know keep on feeling how you're feeling you need to use the tools that actually help you to achieve those feelings. So it's a continuous practice, but it's a beautiful one when we, you know, feel good. And when our body doesn't have to scream, this is not a job. This is not the relationship you should be in. This is not, you know, the country you should be living in. So, yeah, amazing that you went from those panic attacks into, you know, now your body being calm and basically alignment with yourself. This is who you're supposed to be. Um, And even though you wanted to work for, you know, maybe uh, all those organizations and be humanitarian, in some sense, you are, you're helping people. So it's just a different, different journey. (laughs) Amazing. Perfect. So let's go into the quick fire. Don't worry. (laughs) Uh, those are just a uh, few questions um, that I like to ask at the end of the episode. So question number one, one thing, ritual or a habit that everyone can do every day to be healthier physically and mentally? Deep belly breathing. <laughs> Amazing. Easy, easy. <laughs> <laughs> everyone take a deep breath into your belly (laughs) one book a podcast or source of information that has changed your life or
1: recently excited you um one book recently i'm reading an amazing book on the art of somatic coaching and this book has so much wisdom that i just solved every line Mm -hmm. it's all about this yeah, reconnecting and how we are shaped the body through memories, emotions, childhood experiences, so- society. It's just such a yeah. I love it, love it, love it. Yeah. Okay.
0: Going on to Amazon right after this. I need it. <laughs> what one subject or a topic would you include in mandatory school curriculums?
1: Oh, definitely gut health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody talks about that. <laughs> And I think people have lots of very poor knowledge about mm. how our inner organs function yeah. and how the diet is important. So, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. And yeah, basically, if they would talk more about gut health, they would get into emotions and nervous system as well. Right. So mindfulness would be there, too, which, uh, which is all that, that we need. Amazing. Um, yeah. Question number four. Three things, rituals or activities that you cannot go
1: a day without chanting my mantra it becomes like a, I'm an addict <laughs> um another activity or habit and um, definitely my breakfast is like my part of my miracle morning is preparing my smoothie bowl or something really really like a beautiful breakfast where I really take the time to to eat mm-hmm. And number three, daily. Because I would say some sort of exercise, but Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily yoga every day. I sometimes just dance, Mm. for example, or I just want to do just normal workouts. So I would say some sort of movement Mm -hmm. is part of my daily routine.
0: Perfect. Uh, Number five, what would your younger self say to your present self? So not the other way around, but younger (laughs) to Mm -hmm. to your present self now oh i'm
1: sure she would say i'm so proud of you (laughs) amazing
0: i love this because so many people say it you know um because yeah you you look into the future kind of and see what you've been through and it's it's really empowering so yeah beautiful and last question what brings you the most joy lately
1: lately Hmm. But I was very happy being in Sri Lanka enjoying the ocean. Oh, amazing. (laughs) Uh, Since I got back, I need to find my new source of joy. (laughs) Maybe, maybe because I became a yoga teacher recently, I would say yoga is my now daily source. So, because I'm playing with different sequences now and I'm like Mm -hmm. having discovering even deeper than before. So, I would say this is my last, yeah, recent one.
0: Amazing, yeah. You can be now so creative with your sequences. <laughs> Perfect. So thank you so much, Hannah. Thank you for your time and everything you shared. It's a jam-packed episode and I believe it will help so many. And it, there, it's full of tools for everyone to use. So where can everyone find you if you, they want to heal, connect, and uh, yeah, find more about you?
1: I think the easiest is to find me on my Instagram at mm-hmm. hana.hanola. Um, I'm also at my website, it's com, So I guess these are two places that people can connect with me. Perfect.
0: So we'll put uh, all of it into the show notes. So thank you so much and
1: everyone have a beautiful day. Bye. Bye.